everybody! It's your old pal, Danger Poo. James Danger, back in the room. Back in the illustrious Studio 505. And I gotta tell you, I think October, that's right, the month that we are currently in, October in 2014, the year of our Lord, is very important. You know why? Because I feel special. Oh my god, James. Did you also get a signed Tom Selleck autograph? No. No. What is it with you and Tom Selleck? I just, I don't get the fascination. I can't wrap my head around it. Actually, James, I like to wrap my legs around Tom Selleck's head. What was that? Nothing. Nothing, James. I was just, I was making a joke. That's all, James. You know, you know, jokes and stuff. All right. I heard what you said, but I'm going to act like I didn't because I don't want to go down that road. Okay. I, d I don't care to go down that road. At all. There's always room for one more, James. All right. The Tom Selleck mobile. Okay, okay. Okay. So I'll take a breather. <sighs> okay, let's get back into this. Where was I? What was I talking? October. The reason October is so special is because it's all about me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, James. Why? Because, for one thing, my birthday is coming up. Oh my god, James, don't tell me that you're like Leto and you have to have a whole month of celebration in honor of you. No, only a pompous asshole like Leto would do something like that. That's right, I am not making this up. I'm never going to forget about this, Leto, wherever you are. I'm not going to forget about this. This dude, last year, I believe, made, <laughs> made an effort to make the whole month of his birthday month all about himself. Just a, just a month-long celebration. <laughs> Celebrating the life of Leto. Ugh. How pompous and arrogant! Such is Leto. But uh, yeah, it sort of kind of is all about me this month. I have to be honest with you. And uh, let me explain myself. Please, James. Okay. Not only is it my birthday this month, but... I have been featured on multiple podcasts, all released this month. I just feel like I'm just so special. I mean... Oh my god, James, you're blushing. Yeah. I just feel really good about myself, that's all. You know, I mean, I'm out there, I'm mingling. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm getting to know people. I'm really living. I'm doing stuff. Oh my god, James, it's, it's pretty pathetic. You're just, you're just talking to other losers. In front of a microphone, I mean, it's not an accomplishment, James. You haven't met anyone new. You're not really talking to these people, James. They're listening, but they can't talk back to you, James. I mean, you're just one pathetic loser. Especially in the month of your birthday, James. Just one giant pathetic birthday month loser. Happy birthday, loser. What's the matter with you? Who hurt you? Why are you trying to drag me down? You always try to drag me down. You know what? I'm not going to let you rain on my parade. Oh my god, I love parades, James. Not that kind of parade. James, what are you implying? You know exactly what I'm implying. No, James! What are you implying? What about parades, James? Nothing. I'm just saying that you probably like parades, you know? Maybe you're a little proud. What, what, are, you, what are you implying, James? Nothing. I'm just saying take pride in the fact that you love parades, that's all. James, what, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. 
Maybe you should just come right out and say it. Just say what? That you love parades. That's all I'm, that's all I'm getting to. Oh, yes, I, I like parades, James. See, that's all he had to say. That's all I meant. That's all I was implying. Oh, okay. What? What? What, James? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> anyway, the podcast I'm referring to, I already mentioned and yet on some other show, I forget. I'm bad with timelines. Don't blame me. I was on The Ned Files, and uh, I think he, it was so damn long, he broke it into three shows. <laughs> and recently, I was on the podcast about nothing. That's right, Omega Red. Some know him as Ginger Snap. Some know him as Red Stain. Some know him as Brando. Others know him as just plain Brandon. And, uh, and Joey Pepper. Hey, Joey Pepper over here. Get the fuck out of here, Joey fucking Pepper over here. That's right. Podcast about nothing. I had a great time. That was fun. I had fun on both shows. Uh, <laughs> I got to the Nothing Dungeon, whatever they call it. Uh, studio, Nothing Studios to record. And this fucking dude gives me a, a Tinkerbell coffee mug. It was perfect. While they each had cool superhero themed mugs. <laughs> uh, Brando had a fucking the, uh, a mug in the shape of a Hulk's head with his like kind of look on his face. And then Joey had his Captain America victory type, type look. And then I had Tinkerbell on my coffee mug. That's just a great opener. That's all it was. And from there, it just got more and more exciting. So go check that one out. Podcast About Nothing, episode 37. And the Ned Files, files number 121, 122, 123. Don't ask me about their websites. I'm sure it's, uh, I don't know, facebook.com slash both those shows. But iTunes is the, is the surefire way to get those. Same with the Danger Hour. <laughs> Actually, if you already, you're, you already probably know that. So yeah, the podcast about nothing and the net files, all featuring your old pal Jamesy Poo. God damn, it's a fucking podcast month of October miracle. That's right. How fancy, fancy times, everybody. Oh, and and one thing I want to talk about after my latest uh, tryst with <laughs> the podcast about nothing, guys. We had this small kind of debate. Not really. It didn't really go too far because uh, I, w- I, w- I was, I'll just tell you. It was basically who has the best burgers, right? Now, I think Brandon knew my fucking number. He's like, I know what you're going to say, In-N-Out, right? That's right, In-N-Out. And they're, both of them chose a place called Brea's Best, all right? It's in Brea, California, if you didn't pick up the hint in the title. So they both raged about Brea's best, okay? Raged about it. Oh, it's so much better than In-N-Out. In-N-Out's whatever, whatever the fuck you said. Listen to me. I'm a guy that does what he says. Oh my God, James, say my name. No. <laughs> no. On the, on the show, I said I was going to stop at Brea's best after the show because I was in the area. If you make a, a bold statement such as, Oh, Brea's Best is bur- bigger than... Hold on, I can do it. Brea's Best is better than In-N-Out. 
then uh, I'm sorry, sir, but you just waged war with your words, and I got I to gotta defend myself by trying that burger. So, so after I left uh, Brando's place, I got in my Japanese time machine, went down the road, and then I realized, holy shit, Total Wine is right down the freeway. I'm going to make a stop there first because I don't really buy too much beer these days. And uh, I thought, I'm going to go pick something fancy and new. So I went there real quick. And the problem with Total Wine, it's way better than BevMo, by the way. They've got such a huge selection of beer. It's just fucking overwhelming. There's there's no way if you're a, a beer connoisseur such as myself. <laughs> no. There's no way you can go in there and just run right out unless you know exactly what you're getting. I'm, I'm standing there like an idiot, staring at these aisles, right? And I'm just scanning all the bottles, not knowing what to pick. I was in the mood for a porter or a stout. Okay, I wanted something heavy, dark, rich, um, bold, whatever the fuck adjectives you want to throw in there. So I'm standing like an idiot. Basically, long story, even longer. No, long story short, I was just standing like an asshole for a long time trying to make up my mind. And uh, I figured, yeah, Bray's Best is going to be open late. It sounds like it's a hip joint. So I make my selections, finally. I make my purchases. I walk out, get in the car, go down the road to Bray's Best. I'm pulling up, park. It's dead in there. I was like, fuck, there's only like two, like a couple in there, two people eating. As I'm walking up, I go to open the door and the dude flips the closed sign around. <laughs> and uh, he didn't, like he was locking one door and I opened one real quick and there's a, a cute little blonde chick at the counter and I go, I look at her and I go, uh, I put my arms up in the air. I'm like, that's it? She goes, yeah, sorry. And I go, I'm thinking in my head, fuck, dude, why did you have to take so damn long? That stupid total wine. You know, you just ruined everything. And so I, I kind of like made puppy dog eyes, right? I'm like, but, and this is what I said exactly, I'm not, I'm not lying, I go, oh, someone told me that this was the place to go, and I, I actually drove 20 miles to come here, and she, it totally fucking worked, she's like, oh, really, well, okay, um, okay, just real quick then, you know, what, what, what would you like, it's like, fuck yeah, she goes, but you can't have any fries, because we already closed down the, 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 uh, what do you call that shit, the deep fryers, and I was like, all right, I was like, fuck, they were raving about the fries too. So tell the girl, I'm like, you know what? I, I've never been here. What do you what do you recommend? Oh, everyone seems to like the bacon avocado cheeseburger. And I was in my head, I was like, well, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bacon and avocado go on everything and improve it. Now that's the fucking problem. First of all, you can't compare In N Out to a place like that. You gotta go straight burger, okay? But for the argument purposes, I will allow it. So that's what I order. I get this burger. It's big. Don't get me wrong. It's a good size burger and it's not that much money. I take a bite. The bacon was delicious. The burger overall is fucking good. But it is nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Near. In and out. I'm fucking sorry to disappoint you, Brandon and Joey, if that's your real name. There's no comparison, dude. 
You can't make those accusations, okay? You can't ever talk shit about In-N-Out. I don't think any place has really beat it. Others have come close. You know what's a good one? Let me tell you uh, a couple <coughs> a couple good burger joints. If you're serious about your burgers. Uh, so there's one called uh, G Burger. Stands for gourmet. It's not gangster. That place is in La Habra. That place makes a good fucking burger. Granted, I've only been there once, but it was outstanding. Another place is called Umami Burger. Uh, there's, there's one that's really fucking tasty. I forgot what it's called, of course. Uh, yeah. Off the top of my head, those are the two. But dude, Brea's best. Let me let me tell you something. You can go to a hundred fucking different restaurants and it'll taste just like that. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, like they call them the Greeks style, the Greek style burger joints, whatever. That's you know, it's the same. It's Bob's Burger. Um, uh, Bob's. Who else? Like Duke. I don't know if you know these fucking restaurants. Burger Depot doubles they all have the same fucking style it's all the same shit i'm sorry it was good but you can't compare to in and out dude it's so unique okay i have relatives that have moved out of california and they will talk about that years after oh my god you know i can't wait to go to california so i can grab a double double it's the first thing i'm gonna do That's a fact. Do you think anybody ever said, oh, I can't wait to come to California so I go to Brea's Best? <laughs> Never happened. Never happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you'd like to take the burger challenge? Why don't you head down to uh, Brea's Best in Brea and then head over to any location in and out and then you tell me who really the best is. Oh my God, James. What about the king of all burgers? And who is that? Burger King, of course, Jams. <laughs> nope. Let me tell you something. This goes for everything in life. If you ever go somewhere that says they're the best or they're the king, they're probably not the best and probably not the king. King Taco, James. Fuck. That's a, uh, that's a pretty good point. <laughs> I don't know if they're the best. Sometimes, you know, they kind of been slipping lately. But uh, yeah, I think, I think you got to go somewhere that's humble. <laughs> All right, enough about burgers. Uh, guess what today is, everybody? Is it Flag Day, James? No, it's not Flag Day. <sighs> it's Hump Day. Oh my God, James, prove it. No, no. Uh, speaking of Hump Day, in honor of Hump Day, I got myself some new underwear. Oh my God, James, new panties. Listen, I don't call my underwear panties. You did on the last show, James. You did. I know. I know. Yeah, that's my update. <laughs> I got myself some new panties. Well, let's see how they look on you, James. No, no. I already told you last time I'm not going to show you my underwear. Okay? Let me tell you something about these underwear while we're on the subject. They are of the boxer brief category. But let me tell you something about boxer brief. First of all, I like that they, uh, I know this is very interesting, by the way. I like that they keep you all in and all tucked in and, and uh, nice and nice and uh, <laughs> pulled in and safe and secure. But what I don't like about these things is they leave nothing to the imagination. Oh my God, James. I'm imagining stuff right now. Okay. 
Do I gotta ask you to leave? It doesn't matter, James. I'm not going anywhere. What if I'm forceful? I would like that, James. Why do you why are you acting like this with me? I'm just joking, James. I mean, isn't that what like we do to each other? We just, you know, play around with each other and stuff. Yeah, but not to the point where it's uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable, James. I'm I'm fairly comfortable. Listen, both parties have to be comfortable with the talk or else it's inappropriate. James, someday. Someday, James. Someday what? You know. No, I don't. What? You know, James. Someday. Okay. No, I don't know. You know, James. No, I don't know. You know. Someday. Okay. Someday. I told you, James. No, I'm not agreeing with you. I'm just... All right. James, you're blushing. I am blushing. Stop making me smile. All right. I don't like it anymore. You like it, James. Okay. Okay. So, if if I ever have to be somewhere where I got to be in my underwear, these underwear leave nothing to uh, nothing to the imagination. You can see every curve, every crease, every <laughs> every ridge, if you know what I mean. Oh my God, James, you're circumcised. Oh, I. Th- People can figure that out. You don't got to point it all out. You dumb the whole fucking show down. You understand that? But James, I'm sure most of your listeners are pretty dumb. I mean, who would actually listen to this garbage? <laughs> yeah, you got a point. So if you didn't figure it out, James pretty much said that when he's wearing his underwear, you can see his penis head. All right. You don't got to dumb it that much down you can't even speak right james oh my god you're so lame ah <sighs> yes you can see my penis head ridge okay is that what you want me to say you said it james i did yes you did say it first james why are you being so testy all right that was good i have to admit yes james i know all right don't get so cocky oh my god james you did it i did do it didn't i <laughs> all right let's move on Oh, see with the boxers, you could comfortably wear these in like the doctor's office or something, or or let's say you have to have some kind of physical, right? You can stand there with some kind of dignity. Dignity, James? No, no, that's a stretch, but you still made it work. I like it. You're welcome, James. Okay, thank you. So, so if you have the boxers on, you know you can stand there and not be so conscious, self conscious about it, and then when the doctor's got to come in, and it's like. You know, let me grab your balls now, right? And they do the whole thing. But if you're standing there like in your boxer briefs, you're just all tight and you can see your whole fucking thing. Ah, I've never been in that situation, but uh, I'm dreading it. I'm dreading the time that I got to be standing in my underwear somewhere in a room full of people. Oh my God, James, when's that going to happen? Make sure you call me. No, I'm not going to call you. You're doing it again. Sorry, James. Okay. So yeah, I, I kind of miss uh, boxers, but I do like these briefs, boxer briefs that keep you all keep you all secured in there. <laughs> and this has been how James feels about his underwear. All right, let's move on. I've got something here that also ties into the whole hump day thing, whole sexy time thing, and it has to do with touching little girls. Oh my God, James, that's inappropriate. I feel the same way. This dude, Stephen Collins, who played the father from. Seventh heaven. Do, 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 seventh heaven. Is that how it goes? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, this guy. This fucking weirdo. 
I don't know what happened. This guy was a, was a lovable uh, pastor, and, and you know he, he had a church. No, James, that's that was just part of the TV show. Well, but no, that's what he did. He was he had a church, and and uh, no, James, that was just the character he played on a TV show. He wasn't a real pastor guy. No, James. You mean he's not Jessica Biel's father? No, James, he's not. Oh my God, Jessica Biel! If we're talking about molesting girls, I mean, James, inappropriate! Oh my God! I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, this fucking weirdo touching little girls about ten years old, eleven years old. Can you believe that? It gets you thinking, right? Thinking about molesting girls, James? No, that's not what I meant. I mean, it gets you thinking about people. They could appear to be one way, and then, you know, suddenly you find out something like, what the hell? What? Him? Really? This guy? I mean, I don't know what you think about this dude, but from what I've seen, you know, of course it's going to be like on movies and shit or TV. From what I've seen, he seemed like, you know, certain people you can get like a weird, creepy vibe off them, right? I guess maybe I don't know enough about this dude, but he never really gave me that vibe. I don't know. And, oh, man, that's weird. Touching little fucking... And it's always the same thing, right? Like, you're in the news, like, the neighbor said he was always such a lovable father and always, you know, was very happy and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Meanwhile, he murdered his whole family, right? You, you heard these stories before. It's always the same shit. Oh, my God, I never knew. He always seems like such a nice guy. He always waved at me. He borrowed sugar from me. <laughs> right? Fucking people, man. We've all got skeletons in our closet. And some of us are still in our closets. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the thing I think you got to take away from this, if anything, is keep an eye on your kids. Okay? E even if they're family members. Because you know that shit happens too. You've heard of all... You know, you know, you probably know people. That got taken advantage of by adults as as children. So fucked up. It's one of the worst things you can do, right? Don't I don't think you should trust anybody. You know, um, my wife, her dad never let her have sleepovers at all, ever, throughout school. And uh, you know, at the time she thought it was pretty drastic, and like my dad's an asshole. But now that we have kids, she can see why he did it. And I don't, you know, I'm the same thing. <laughs> Anytime. Danny, can I? Nope. Nope. You're not going anywhere. Staying where? Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> but James, you're just going to push her away and make her to be rebellious and do bad things. Maybe so, but I'm not going to condone. Hey, I'll go over there. Sleep where you want. I don't think so. And you can't even trust your fucking family. That's, oh man. What kind of world is this? Back in the 50s, it was a different time. And uh, no one ever talked about this. <laughs> it was all done in secret. And everybody was happy. Now, everybody's going to talk about who they fondled, who they molested, who was in their mouth. Why can't everyone just go back to the 50s and shut up about it? I don't want to know about it. Now I can never look at Seventh Heaven the same way again. <laughs> Creepy, though. 
but the way that the way this all came out isn't that kind of weird the wife uh recorded it in a therapy session she you know talked the guy into going to therapy to talk about it i guess and she recorded the session and you and I, you know yeah i did i listened to the tape okay i was too fucking curious what kind of curious james not your kind of curious a different kind what are you playing james that were different kinds of curiouses that's all i'm saying so i listened to the tape this woman does seem to be like trying to get everything on the record what was the name what was the first and last name of the girl you touched <laughs> oh man i guess i guess she really wanted to fuck him over i guess she she did it it worked <sighs> So yeah, watch it, everybody. On the same related topic, I was uh, last week, you know, for work, I'm out in the streets driving around and shit. I'm here and there and everywhere. Here and there and everywhere. Is that how the song goes? (laughs) I don't remember. And uh, I'm parked under this tree for shade on this uh, somewhat busy street. That I'm actually having my lunch and I'm just listening to a podcast or something. And uh, maybe I was listening to myself on the podcast about nothing. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't remember. <laughs> maybe it was Netfiles. Hey, Anyway, so uh, I see this little girl walking down this busy street on the sidewalk, <laughs> pulling one of those little like backpacks on wheels. She must have been on nine years old, nine years old, walking all by herself. Couldn't fucking believe it. Could not believe it. There's no way. There's no fucking way. No way. I, dude, my daughter is seven years old, okay? In two more years, she's not going to be... You know, it's not it's not that much older than she is now. I can't uh, excuse me, I can't I can't even think of the possibility of her walking home by herself. It's fucking ridiculous. Especially with Mr. Seventh Heaven running around touching everybody, making him touch himself. The fuck? How many of these people do you think are out there? Have you ever looked at that website? I, don't, I forgot which one it is, where you can see um, the child, or the sex offender, sorry, living in your area. It's fucking creepy, dude. You pull it up, there's little glowing lights all around. Just uh, let that shit hit some perspective for you. Do it. Look it up. I, I don't know the website. Again, I don't know. Wherever you are in the world, I'm sure uh, it has some kind of site like that. You can look it up in your neighborhood, see who's around you. Then you tell me if you want your little girl walking down that street with all the creeps and weirdos around. No, thank you. All right, let's move on. Speaking of banging, (laughs) I saw something incredibly shocking not two days ago. And I've never seen it ever in my whole life. And I'm not sure that I'll ever see it again. Oh my God, James, what is it? I'm so excited. Ah, relax. I was again, wow, look at me, parked under another tree, or a shade, <laughs> in the shade, taking care of some paperwork. And to my right, 
I see a pack of dogs. Seven dogs in total. They're all small dogs. Chihuahuas and little poodles and that kind of thing. And mutts and the whole deal. Seven of them. All roaming together in this, uh, in this empty lot thing. And they all stop. And the, the poodle dog jumps on the mutt and starts just humping the fuck out of this dog, right? Like his little, his little poodle hips are just thrusting <laughs> super fast. He's going to town on this dog. And I'm like, wow, look at this. Now, this. now we're getting somewhere. And the other dogs are just sitting around watching, right? I'm not joking. And the dog's pumping away, pumping away. I was like, man, this guy's really going. He's got some good stamina. All of a sudden, he gets off, right? He's panting. <laughs> and then one of the chihuahuas jump on that bitch. Literally jumped on that bitch. <laughs> we got a James female dog. All right, sorry. The chihuahua jumps on her and starts pumping away himself. And just go, and she's, go, she's totally down with it. This little dog. She's like, have at it, brother. Take it away. The other one, you know, the other one couldn't handle this. So let's see what you got. So as soon as this chihuahua can, he can pump till he can't pump no moles, he jumps off and the other dog jumps back on. It was a tag team doggy gangbang. I couldn't believe it. And I couldn't look away. (laughs) Dude. As soon as the chihuahua was done, the poodle, little, little ugly poodle jumped back on, <laughs> pumping away, pumping away. For a while, he jumps off. The chihuahua jumps back on. They were just taking turns. Meanwhile, all the other dogs were just sitting there staring. They were the watchers. Yeah, they just like to watch. It was bizarre, dude. And the, and the female dog just didn't give a shit. Just stood there the whole time. Have at it. It's all up for grabs. She wanted some babies, and she wanted them right now. Man, that shit was fucking bizarre. You know what even is more bizarre than just watching this whole scenario play out? The fact that I started getting a little bit aroused. Oh my god, James, that's gross! You're attracted to dogs? No, I'm not attracted to dogs. Just the the act... I mean, you call me a weirdo if you want, but just (laughs) watching the action of someone getting tossed, all right? Someone getting really humped. It kind of works for me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. The night before, my wife and I went at it ourselves. So I think, you know, once you, I think once you have sex, right? Like the next day, like a little, any little thing will get you back in the mood. I mean, that's what seems to happen with me. There'd be a few days there where just like every day, like I'm ready to go. You know, it just like triggers something. I think it might be, dude, I really think it's like that time where she's fertile and nature's telling you to have at it. Much like the little chihuahua and the poodle were doing. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, I just started, not like I wanted some dog action, but uh, (laughs) maybe some doggy style. No, but but, but I was like, you know what? I want to, I want to do stuff to something, to someone, to my wife. Good save, James. It just got me in the mood is all, okay? I wanted to do some humping of my own. That's all I'm telling you. Judge me all you want, but it's the truth, goddammit. And that's what being dangerous is all about. That's where that stupid name comes from, James? Part of it. That's right. Part of it does. (laughs) 
Speaking of meat. Oh my god, Jane, that's a horrible segue. Yeah, uh, this guy, this clown, Morrissey. Oh, James, I love Morrissey. Yeah, of course you do. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. Maybe because he's a little emotional and your kind usually is. James, what are you implying? I'm just talking about emotional people. Oh, okay, James. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Dude. To be honest, I don't really know what's up with this guy, this Morrissey guy. I never really got it. I like a few of his songs, but to me, the music is not that good. And there's just people that fucking love it. Okay? They love this shit. And they're so diehard about it and, and they're, the conviction they have when they talk about it. I, I really don't get it. And I, I've even tried. I even put some on today. Uh, because of the story. I haven't got to the story yet. I'm sure you all know already, but. So I listened to a couple songs on iTunes. Dude, it all sounds the same. It all sounds like the same shit. Feelings and emotional. And I'm walking down the street. And we're holding hands. And you kiss me once. And I turn away. And I'm sad again. <laughs> That's pretty much every Morrissey song that I've heard. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, you know it's the truth. But it's all about the lyrics, man. You don't get it. It's so deep. <laughs> you know what's deep? Morrissey's backside. Oh my god, James, what are you implying? Ah, uh, I think it's pretty well known that he's a fruity pants. James! What's wrong with his pants? You know what I mean. No, James, what are you implying? Nothing. But you know. No, James. What are you implying? I'm just saying that maybe he would enjoy going to see a parade with you, maybe? Oh my god, James. You mean he likes parades, too? Yeah, that's what I mean. You guys can both be proud to watch parades together. Oh my god, James, that'd be nice. <laughs> of course it would be. Anyway, so yeah, he's dying. Oh my God, James, why? Why is he dying? No, nah, I don't know. He's got cancer. Oh no, James. Oh my God, James. What kind of cancer? I don't know. Is it his prostate? I don't know. Is it his testicles, James? I don't know. Is it his rectum? Yes, that's what it is. Really, James? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, but probably. Oh my God, James, why? Why does this have to happen to Morrissey, James? Why not someone else? <laughs> like Bruce Springsteen. What's wrong with Bruce Springsteen? I don't know, James. He's just not as good as Morrissey. All right. I think that's a bullshit statement, and I'm going to move on. I've heard enough. So, yeah, Morrissey's dying. No, James! I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know if he's dying or not. Here's my fun. Here's the point, though. Isn't it ironic? Oh, my God. Does Atlantis Morrissey have cancer, too, James? No, no. No. My point is, isn't it ironic? Like rain on your wedding day, James. Okay, enough. Enough. But yes, like that. Isn't it ironic? Like 10,000 spoons, why you need as a knife? Okay, enough. <laughs> uh, but uh, isn't it ironic? That's it? That's all you got? I forgot the rest of the words, James. I'm too... 
I'm too emotional of Marcy. Okay. You can go over there and sulk in the corner. I, I will, man. I gotta take a breather from the show. That's all. You mean you're gonna take some time off? I just mean right now, James. Just for a few minutes. Oh, Christ. All right. So, uh, isn't it ironic? Like a black fly in your Chardonnay, James? I thought you said you were gonna take some time off. Okay, James, that was the last one, I promise. <laughs> isn't it ironic? Good. That's it. That this dude got cancer. You know, and he's a vegan. He eats only healthy greens, right? Doesn't this tell you something? Doesn't it tell you something that we all need meat inside of us? I'm looking at you, buddy. Oh my God, James! What are you implying? Nothing, that you just need meat inside of you. What kind of meat, James? Probably dark meat. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, uh... <laughs> We need to eat meat, all right? It's no coincidence that we all have canines used to tear meat apart, okay? So listen, uh, listen here, vegans. Take a lesson from Morrissey and his probably rectal cancer and start eating meat. Enough with the bullshit, all right? And if you got a problem with the hormones and injections, have some organic meat. All natural, organic, farm-raised, free-range, all that other shit. Grass-fed. Oh my god, James, but how do you prove that the, that the meat is actually organic? How do you prove that? You came over here pretty fast. I'm just passionate, James. How do we prevent rectal cancer? <gasps> okay, calm down. Here's what you do. Here's the solution. Buy yourself a cow. Alright? Then you feed it grass... Then you kill it, then you chop up the meat yourself, put it in your freezer. I think you could probably eat for like a year or more, and you can and you can be sure that it's all organic and all well done. But you need to put meat inside of you. Looking at you. Oh my god, James, okay. <laughs> so uh get well soon, Morrissey. Alright, let's move along here, but let's stay on topic here with some music. I recently had a shocking development. Something else shocked me besides looking at dogs have a gangbang. This shocked me maybe even more. And it happened yesterday. And I can't explain it. But I'll just tell you. I know I'm going to lose a lot of credibility here with this one. I know a lot of you guys are probably going to burn this fucking podcast <laughs> on your phone. All right. You're going to throw the phone down, throw some lighter fluid on it, and just torch it after what I say next. And you'll probably never, ever listen again. And I won't blame you. But I'm going to say this. I like a Miley Cyrus song. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, James. What? What? Oh, my God, James. What? I knew this day would come. No, 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 no. 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 Yeah. James, what, what? You knew what? I said someday, James. This is what you were talking about? Yes, James, obviously. Someday, you'll become a Miley Cyrus fan. I didn't say I'm a fan. I said I like one song. Is it Wrecking Ball, James? No, it's not Wrecking Ball. No. I was actually shocked to hear this song, and I was shocked that it was her. 
but I fucking like it. That, to be fair, it's not her song. It's a Dolly Parton song. Oh my God, James, Dolly Parton. Is she the old lady with big boobs? Yep, that's her. That's also cute that you like her, James. Uh, it's a good song. It's a good song. And uh, she does a, she does actually a cool pretty uh, a pretty good rendition of it. And you all know if you're a listener of the show that I like that uh, not really country, but that like southern type uh, like you're like it sounds like you're sitting in the fucking porch <laughs> with a piece of grass in your teeth. I like that kind of shit. I like the southern the southern feel. I'm not talking. Oh, my cheating heart will make you weak. Yo, not that shit. Talking about the cool Southern stuff, right? <laughs> if that makes any sense. Let me just play you a little clip of that while we're at it. Tell me what you think about Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I never thought, ever, ever thought I would be praising this woman. She doesn't sound bad. I'm telling you. I actually like it. <laughs> Tell me what you think. Please send me your judgments. Send me your ridicule. Send me your apologies <laughs> to thedangerhour at yahoo.com. That's right. Email me, your old pal James, James Danger Pants. Thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Please, I would love to hear from you. I will answer any questions. I will read any comments you want to tell me. If you want to call me an asshole, I'll read that on, on the air. I'll give you shout outs. I'll keep it anonymous. I'll look at naked pictures of your mom. I don't care. I'll do all of it. What's that website again, James? It's not a website. It's an email. Oh, my God, James. You're on top of everything. I'm going to be on top of you later. Oh, my God, James. Okay. Uh, the Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. And here we go. Miley Cyrus with Jolene.
Okay, come on back here. Give me a bud light. I'll take two, actually. One for my left hand and one for my right. I'll keep listening to them fine southern sounds with that little tramp. You know what? She wasn't all fucking weird at this time, I think. I think she was uh, still normal. And uh, that was before the breakdown. <laughs> I went a little extra long there because I wanted to piss off some of you people. I'm mostly thinking about Peterson. <laughs> Just when you thought it was probably going to be over. Nope. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that sounds cool. I like the original song. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Miley fucking Cyrus making her way in the danger hour. Who knew it? Again, I'll be I'll be expecting the flood of emails in response to that. <laughs> what happened? I know, James. No one cares about you. They're not going to waste their time emailing that stupid show. Oh, boy. You know how to tear at the heart of me. What is that, James? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, okay, speaking of music, let's just, let's just keep this music ball rolling, shall we? <laughs> right after a word from our sponsors. Do you like meat? Do you not want cancer? I've got the perfect solution for you. You can come and get Uncle Ted's cancer-free meat. It tastes delicious, and it won't give you cancer. Guaranteed. Not guaranteed that I'll give you cancer. All right, let's go ahead and move on. With something I also brought up again on... Uh, well, I didn't bring it up. Uh, it was on the podcast about nothing talk. Apparently, on the last show I did, I said something about suicide song and that I would get back to you with my perfect suicide song and my plan. I totally dicked that one. Uh, Brando called me out on it. We discussed it on his show. Uh, you can check that out if you'd like. <laughs> But uh, I guess I have to fulfill my promise, uh, even though I kind of did forget about it again. <laughs> but the suicide song, it's pretty much uh, how would you commit suicide and what kind of song would you be playing while you did it? Now, the one I thought of right, right away was, I mean, you got to take care of your family, right? I mean, if you're going to kill yourself, you better take care of your family first. Make sure they're taken care of. So what I would do is take a fat, fat life insurance policy out of myself, all right? Uh, make sure everything's good. Have my beneficiary, my wife, and my kids, okay? And then you got to take a long drive off a short cliff. No, it's got to be, you've got to have a backup story. You got to have a plan. You got to have a witness, not witnesses, but you got to have someone that can vouch for your story. So here's what you do. I think the best way is to go up a mountain, and then once you're towards the top, just keep driving off the side. And uh, what I said was, like, you can maybe try to act like you swerved out of the way, like something was in the road, you know? And uh, you can't have anything in your bloodstream, so don't be drinking, don't be smoking anything, all right? You got to be clean. You go up there, on the, uh, take you to drive up the mountain. What you got to do is you got to tell someone before you take that trip that you're going up to the mountain for whatever reason. Maybe you want to take photos. Maybe uh, maybe you have a Batman figure. You want to take photos up there in the mountain. I don't know. Maybe you have an Instagram account called at Batagrams and you'd like to take photos of your little Batman figure. I don't know. That could happen. You know? <laughs> oh, my God, James. That was a lame, shameless plug. I know. Or you can say you're going fishing. You want to go by yourself. <clears throat> Some reason that will put your story that you were driving up there already. Okay, not like, I don't know, I don't know why he was driving up there, I don't, I don't know what happened, right? Don't fight with anybody, keep it, keep it cool, keep it clean, 
you know? Well, did you guys have an argument before he left? You know, that whole thing. None of that. So, driving up the road, you got to jerk the wheel. You got to make sure you're tall enough and you're not going to be caught by anything down there. You're going to take a long fall where it's going to happen for sure. Have your insurance policy out on yourself. Okay, have your story checked out. Now, all all you got to do now is pick the song. Now, this is the song I picked. I'm going to play a little snippet. I know this is the music show. Oh, look at the music show. But you need to, you need to hear this, okay? This song is going to pump you up. And uh, yeah, we talked about this on podcast about nothing. You need a song that's that's going to keep you focused on the prize, okay? Not have you get emotional and have feelings like maybe this is not the right way to go about it. What am I what am I doing? I better not, I better turn back around. Nah. That's not the way you want to go about it. So uh, here's here's my go-to for the scenario of driving your car fast off a cliff to your fiery death, okay? I'm pretty sure this will keep your shit going and you'll keep yourself pumped up and you won't turn back, boys and girls. So uh, here it goes. make you want to drive off a cliff i mean but like in a good way (laughs) that's right that's queens of the stone age give me some more man that gets me pumped up that would probably be my my uh my fight intro if i was a fighter (laughs) can you picture it huh well can you would it sound a little something like this fighting out of the red corner from the Hacienda Heights, California, with a record of 0-10, weighing 209 pounds, standing at an impressive six foot, James Danger! <laughs> yeah! Dude, I would root for me. I would so root for myself. With an intro like that. Anyway, let's go back to suicide. So uh, yesterday, I happened to be looking for some music for a an unrelated topic for a future show. <laughs> hint, hint. 
And uh, <laughs> I stumbled upon this song again by a guy named John Brion. You probably don't know who that is. I really don't either. But this is a song that is very near and dear to my heart. No, not really. I just fucking love it. To me, it's very haunting, hauntingly beautiful, I'm going to say. And uh, I love it, dude. And this, when I hear this song, when I'm thinking about suicide, <laughs> I picture myself <clears throat> taking some kind of drug that's going to like make me, you know, peacefully just, just drift off to die. You know, whatever drug does that, I don't know. Pop some pills, maybe like a Heath Ledger type cocktail. Oh my God, James, too soon. <laughs> I don't know if you suffered, but something that would just make you drift off, make you feel great. And then, you know, slowly, but surely you just kind of fade away. So this song is what I would play in that situation. And it's called Norman's Walk. It's actually from that animated movie called Paranorman. It's called Norman's Walk. And uh, yeah, there you go. But uh, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice to just drift away to? It feels like you're just walking down this something. I don't know. <laughs> I bet a lot of you guys would be like, this is fucking gay, dude. This song's dumb. Why would you pick that one to die to? You just don't get it. Okay? You don't understand true art and beauty. <laughs> All right, but let's just get down to the real nitty-gritty here. Here's what you'd really do. Okay, here's the real scenario you'd want. You want to go out. Man, okay, I got to rethink this one because <laughs> I have a flaw in my plan. You don't want to ever be found 
in a compromising position, literally and figuratively, or, or a compromising scenario. You don't want to be found naked, right? You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to hang yourself fucking naked and then, you know, they show up and you have rigor mortis and your dick's all erect and everything's all stiff. You don't want that to happen. You don't want to die like Elvis in the fucking toilet, all right? You don't want to be that guy. You don't. I, I would say you don't want anyone to find you, okay? You don't want anyone to find you. The perfect thing, the perfect thing to really do is if you can just, like, disappear <laughs> and if you're surrounded by myth. Like, whatever happened to that guy? I don't know. He just fucking disappeared one day. We never saw him again, right? You just float off into the distance and you never, never heard from again, you know? That's how legends are born, my friends. But anyways, so here's what I would do now that I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> First, I got to play my all-time favorite song, okay? Those ones were cool to die to, but in my extended suicide scenario, combining everything Here's what you got to do first. You got to have some amazing sexy time, all right, with the hot chick. If you got a wife or a girlfriend, that's what you do. If you don't, you got to find a super hot chick, hooker, fuck it, literally. <laughs> nah, so you get yourself a hooker. Who cares about disease? You're going to die anyway. No one cares. No one cares. Just get the hottest chick you can find, right? And then uh, and it doesn't matter if you even last. That's not even the important thing. The important thing is just going out. You know, the, one of the last things you do is you just you just have some killer sexy time with this beautiful, amazing looking woman, right? So then after that, you lay down on the bed after you're finished with this woman. And part of her fee, she has to go now get you some in and out, all right? Because that's what you, after you've worked up a good appetite, now you say, listen, lady, I'll, I'll give you some more money. Go down, get us some in and out and come right back. And as soon as that door closes, you press play with this song and you let it play over and over again and here's the song my favorite and here we go
The Animals, The House of the Rising Sun. So, in my little scenario here, the chick will come back as soon as the song plays one time. That's how close the internet is from where you are. <laughs> then she brings you the, your food, your double-double and your fries, and, and you just tell her to go. Go away. This is your time now. You sit there. Maybe you play the song one more time, and you, and you eat that food, and you just savor that shit. Savor the taste, all right? You sit there all alone, playing the song, soaking it all in. And after the, immediately after that, you take your, your Heath Ledger cocktail, okay? Two soup chips. No, it's not. <laughs> and you, you play the song, the Norman's Walk song, as you can feel yourself like slipping into it. Like, oh shit, my head's changing. This is cool. Like I'm kind of zoning out. That's when you immediately get into your car. All right, you start driving. Um, the song's still playing. As soon as you get to where like the hill's having like an incline, that's when you change it to the other song. <laughs> and you speed up before you can pass out, right? You still got some, some grip on reality, but you feel like you're, you're floating away and you just get, you're like, you get pumped up and you step on it and you fly off the fucking cliff and you go all the way down and you blow up into a blaze of glory. And they won't find your body because you're going to blow up to shit and they're, they're ne- no one's ever going to know what happened to you because, you know, in my little scenario, you're going you're gonna to be vaporized. <laughs> and you can have it all, dude. You have it all. Ah, fuck. But you have drugs in your system and the whole... Damn it. Okay, there's flaws in my plan. Just be selfish about it. Fuck everybody else. This is your suicide. Forget about your, your wife and your kids and your new hooker friend. Forget about all those people. Do it for you. That's all that matters. <laughs> I ruined it all. All right, let's start closing the show out, beginning with... I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. Here's my first fancy. There's a place called The Dog House, spelled H-A-U-S. Huss, it's the dog house. It's German. It's from Germany. I don't know if it's from Germany. Uh, it's called uh, 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 the shit. What is it? What's a little fucking catchphrase? Like the very worst or the best of the worst. Yeah, best of the worst. Like bratwurst. Us, us the bratwurst is the best of the bratwurst. Where, where you ask? Well, of course you go to the dog house. Oh, <laughs> silly. <laughs> the dog house I forgot who told me about it doesn't matter there was one in Pasadena uh, in, in uh, Old Town it's off of Colorado and the back street is green and you go there and this one's called the dog house beer garden they got a whole little bar in there you've heard me talk about it if you're a listener of the show um, every time we found ourselves in the Pasadena area, we would try to make our way to that place because it's fucking delicious. If you like gourmet hot dogs with a bunch of crazy wacky toppings served on a Hawaiian bread bun. That's right. You heard it. Hawaiian bread bun. Then you, my friend, will love yourself some dog house. Do you mean the dog house? Yes. Yes. The thing I fancy, though, 
is that they just opened a new one about five miles from my house. That's right. No longer is it 30 miles or whatever that is. It's five. Maybe even less. Nah, I think, yeah, it's about five, six. I don't know. In West Covina. It's great news. And the other day they had their opening and they were having free hot dogs all day long. And we got there. Even though we had already eaten our fancy Chinese place, and then we heard about this dog, this uh, hot dog thing, I said, fuck it, let's go. We stood in line. It only, it only looked like 15, 20 minutes. We all got free hot dogs, and we got the fuck out. It was beautiful. So first, I fancy opening a new doghouse near me. You got to go if you don't know about it. I know there's one in, well, of course, Wascovina. There's one in Alhambra. There's one in Pasadena. There's two in Pasadena. And fucking Chuby. Shout out to Chuby. Shout out to throw that shit in my face. Oh, enjoy your doghouse. I'll enjoy the two near me. <laughs> and uh, the second thing I fancy. I mentioned this on the podcast about nothing. Uh, I was going to mention it when, uh, when Brando was on my show, but I completely forgot about it. He does this thing called Brandon Loves Comics, and I fancy the fuck out of that. The dude will will read comics that he's bought, and he will, you know, I think he's kind of lacking on it, asshole. He better get back on that shit, because I enjoy it. <laughs> He'll randomly go different places and just leave them in different spots with a, like a little note saying, uh, you found Brandon's comic. <laughs> and uh, just, you know, passing it along. And also trying to connect with people by like, hey, you know, here's the Instagram, whatever, connect with us, you know, uh, tag me in a photo of you finding the uh, comic, whatever it is. I think it's a great fucking cool ass idea. And uh, it, it's a great way to get people. I mean, first of all, why, who wouldn't love finding something like that? It's like, a fu- you know, it brings you back to a kid, like the, like the treasure thing. Oh, I found treasure, right? It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, pure thing. And it's, it's fucking great. And uh, to, to do that for someone and especially to potentially uh, um, spark something in them, you know, that, that sends them down a path of, of, of loving comic books or doing something similar, you know, giving back like that. I think it's great. And I fancy the fuck out of that. It's awesome. I myself would love to find a comic book somewhere. And yes, I would send a fancy little picture saying, oh my God, thank you for my comic book. That's so great. It's fucking sick. And I mentioned on his show uh, about Kevin Smith. He had a a story. His whole career, his whole life, pretty much was inspired by he found a comic book at a barber shop that someone left there. Maybe the barber just had it out. And he would read it. And and he asked the dude if he can have it. And the guy's like, yeah, take it. And that was like his, his lifelong love affair with that kind of shit. You never know. You never know, you know, just being that inspiration for someone. So, ah, oh, oh, I love it so much. Good for you, Brandon. Keep it up, buddy. Um, speaking of that, real quick on a side note. <laughs> Knowing that he's in the comic books, um, I have this, I mentioned this on his show too. It's going to be a lot of overlap, so just bear with me. <laughs> I have this big plastic tub of comic books. I bought, you know, a good amount of them, uh, but a lot, most of them I got for free. One time I, when I was working at the hospital in Loma Linda, 
University Medical Center. I found a couple boxes that they were going to toss out in the dumpster. And it was just sitting out. It's sitting in this hallway with a note that said trash on it. And I was like, what? And I looked through them. It's a bunch of comics, old, older style comics. I'm like, what the fuck? They're just tossing these? So I grabbed them. I think they were for like the cancer kids, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Morsi. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was mean. Oh my God, James. You're going to get anal cancer too. Fine. So be it. If I die, I die. Right? But uh, so I took those. And then I think uh, my white trash grandmother somehow gave me a box of comic, comic, comic books too that somehow she acquired. So I got a, I got a bunch of comic Anyways, long story short. I wanted to go to his place. I was running late, as usual. And uh, I wanted to be already, I wanted to be gone already on the road to go to his place. And I was like, fuck, I wanted to get him a comic. Um, you know, I don't have the time to look through these because I want to find something cool, something a little obscure, something kind of old, where he'll be like, what the fuck is this? And something, you know, just that he'll trip out on. Something that'll be kind of funny in the whole deal. And it's like, I'm never going to find something. I was like, dude, fuck it. I opened the bin, I opened the lid, and there's just stacks of them in there and a bunch of Thor. I just grab a handful and lift up, and I'm not fucking around. Just like lifting that stack of comics, it was just sitting there shining up at me like, oh, the perfect one. And it even said danger on the cover. That's right. And it winds up being Flash Gordon. Number 15 from 1969. <laughs> and it says something, uh, danger in the land of something, some African place or some shit. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cool looking. It's old. Um, I think he dug it. It looks fucking cool. But he posted this thing on Instagram. And, uh, dude, I fancy the fuck out of this too. This, uh, this ad that was in it <laughs> from uh, 69. It's like, the ad is like some dude, I think in a chick, and like he's eating or something. He's like, the ad says, tired of being skinny? Gains of up to a pound a day proven by thousands. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was an ad in today's books? Are you tired of being skinny? Uh, no. No. Everybody's a, a bunch of fat fucks because of all this shit they're putting in the food. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. So all of that stuff, the umbrella of fancy times. First of all, doghouse opening up near me. Second, Brandon leaving comics all around. And the thing is, Brandon, love com Brandon loves comics at uh, Instagrams, I think. I don't know, dude. What do you want from me? <laughs> and the last thing I fancy is uh, Flash Gordon um, and that stupid, silly ad. All of that. I fancy that. All right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right, it's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you! Oh, yeah! Fuck you moment. All right, here's the first fuck you. Speaking of molesting girls, no. <laughs> I got to say something. I've noticed this many times before, but ever since this story came out and I saw that little girl walking by herself, it made me even more angry. And plus having a daughter, you notice these things more and you get more angry. Have you seen, I'm not, I'm not even going to ask you that. I know you have. 
these fucking assholes that if you see a beautiful woman walking down the street, these guys that like, like, okay, fine. I'm a guy. I can appreciate a beautiful woman, right? Just as much as the next guy can. And yes, I'm going to look. And yes, I'm going to stare. But very subtly, I'm talking about the dudes that like completely, they're not even hiding it. They're just like sticking their head out the window, just fucking staring at them and just like as they're walking, just moving their head and following their every fucking move. And they got that look on their face like, dude, you know this guy, if he was alone with her, you know, and and she was somehow going to be taken advantage of that he would not hesitate. That fucking guy. You've all seen it. A lot of them are Mexican people. It's annoying, dude. It's creepy. It's gross. And it's downright unsettling. <laughs> All right, my next one. You know, I got I to see this one kind of quiet because my, my wife and kids are back. God damn it. I went a little, I took too goddamn long. Stupid songs. <laughs> I got to say my fuck, my next fuck you goes to my kids. Oh my God, James. I can see that. What? What are you talking about? I'm just saying, James, your, your kids can be rather cunty. Don't talk like that. They can probably hear you. They're, I think they might be outside the door. I got to be quiet, okay? I want to say fuck you to my kids. Okay, and here's why. Hear me out. Whenever I have chips or some kind of crackers or some kind of treat, all right, they'll come near me and they'll get all affectionate and loving and then it, it'll fool me every time. But then I realized soon afterwards, they're only trying to get to the snacks in my hand. That's all they care about. These kids, all they do is consume. All they want is just, is just snacks and, and junk food. You know, that's all they care about. They're, I think they're listening right now. So, <clears throat> so I got to say, fuck you to creepy dudes that check out women in a perverted, gross way. And, and fuck you to my kids. Okay? So all those things. Fuck you. Fuck you. I hope that last segment didn't uh, take away from the love I have for my children. <laughs> oh man, I love them to death. But uh, you know, when they when they try to hit me up and and act all loving to me just to get something from me, I mean, it just makes me feel a little cheap. Much like maybe the women feel when those creepy dudes are staring at them, especially the Mexican dudes, assholes. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm closing it out soon. I got to be they're fucking in the next rooms, so I don't want to be yelling and screaming and cussing. Ugh. I went too long on this one. You know what? I kind of dropped the ball with the fantasy football thing. Okay, I was giving you my stupid NFL quick picks. I f totally forgot the last show. All right, I didn't. It, it wasn't a conscious decision. I totally, completely forgot about it. But let me just show it with you. I'm, I'm going to stop doing it. Because I, you know, who give who gives a shit? I'll only do it if I'm running, if I don't have enough content for the show. <laughs> but I do have a special announcement to make in regards to my fantasy football record. Oh boy, I'm finally a winner. I won both my games this last week. Oh my god, James, you're not a complete loser anymore. Not a complete loser, just loser. Not a complete loser. <laughs> that was a snowflower lady coming out of me, James. You're not a complete loser, no Mars. You won one game, James. The power of the snowflower is inside of you. Okay. What else is inside of you, James? All right, all right. Nothing. 
Get me something else, James. You can play your cards right. I don't want to play my cards right. I don't want to play any cards. But, uh, yeah, dude, I finally won a game in my Snowflower League. I thought I was doomed to be just like my favorite team, the Raiders. <laughs> They're, so far, I've lost every single game, and I thought I was well on my way to be the opposite of the 72 Dolphins. James, I don't, I don't understand the reference, James. It's uh, the, the only undefeated team ever in the history of football. Oh, I, I still don't get it, James. All right, it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, things are, things are looking up, boys and girls. I'm still in last place. But at least I'm not a complete fucking loser. All right? And, uh, all right, I, I'm, I'm, I'm making my way. And <laughs> this weekend, oh, I don't know if I mentioned it in the beginning, we're doing a Halloween show. Did I, did I tell you guys that at all? Did I mention that to you? I don't know. But that should be fun. Uh, we do our annual Halloween show. It's always a great time. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's good. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to watch football with uh, Lido and, and Fayo on Sunday. Because the Raiders are playing the Chuggers. Did you mean the Chargers, James? Nope. I meant the Chuggers. So hopefully that happens. And, and uh, you know, let's have fun with those fucking guys. Dude, that would be so great. If the Raiders just pulled the ultimate upset and beat the shit out of the Chargers, that would be so awesome. Dude, I know they're not going to win, and I know I'm going to hear all kinds of shit about it, but you know what? I'm a good sport. I'm going to go along. I'm going to have a good time, and that's what really matters in life, isn't it? <laughs> all right, everybody. That's enough for me. It's been long enough, and uh, I hope you enjoyed all my music that I played tonight, and uh, you know... I hope that um, you learned something special and, and maybe that you can uh, accomplish something great in your life, like like the perfect suicide. Work on that. Work on the perfect suicide. Hey, why don't you email me, huh? And share me with me your perfect suicide <laughs> and the song you would play. I'll read them on the air. James, when are you going to give up your hopeful attempt to connect with your audience, James? I'm I'm just trying, goddammit. I'm just trying, okay? Even though no one's probably listening. That's right, James. I don't think so. Okay. And that's going to do it. And I end every show by telling all of you and their words of wisdom. Stay dangerous, my friends. Later. Later.